Well, hey, thanks for tuning into the Murphology Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy, a.k.a. Murph, and I'm here to give you tips and information about bicycle touring in the U.S. with a focus on the Midwest and hopefully provide some entertainment for you as well. Speaking of entertainment, on the show today is Mr. Dale Hensel. Hey, Dale. Hello. How's it going? That's so good. Good. Well, we, uh, we're we actually recording this in early August, so we are both fresh off the Ragbri uh, tour, which um, I'm sure all the listeners know what Ragbri is, but it's a bicycle ride across the state of Iowa, largest, longest tour in all of the world, I believe. Bucket list event. Have yeah. To do it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a good time? Absolutely. Yeah. Never a bad time on Ragbri. That's awesome. Yeah. The Bri. Well, we are, we're here in um, the big city of Cedar Rapids, which is where I live, and Dale's been bebopping around Cedar Rapids the last... I don't know, a couple of months I keep seeing you yeah, here. Since May. Since May, yeah. <laughs> That's a, a lot of bebopping. <laughs> but you call home Utah, right? I do. Uh, I call home Park City, Utah. Park City, Utah. Okay, I think I've been there. Where is the um, the Robert Redford movie uh, thing that he does? Yeah, Sundance Film Festival. Happens it, in Park City, Utah. Okay. Yeah, so I've, every so January. I've, so I've been there. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. I was there. Uh, I was training for a job, and I was stationed in Sandy, Utah for like six months. Okay. It was beautiful for those of you listening that are from Sandy. It is beautiful. It there, is, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, they shipped us up to Park City to go to the Sundance Film Festival, and yes, I got to see Robert Redford, and I'm like, hey, Robert, hey. and he just, he kept walking, but that's okay. I'm okay with that. That's okay. But he has a resort just outside of uh, Sandy oh, as well. Oh, yeah, I should have stopped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's called Sundance, ironically. Oh, well, yeah, it is my favorite movie of all time, Sunday, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Absolutely. which was his movie, so yeah. But anyway, I got to see Lisa Kudrow. Mm-hmm. She had a movie called Clock Watchers that was hilarious, but anyway. That's a side note, but let's get back to you. (laughs) Why don't you give us some idea of, uh, you know, living in Utah, what it's like and what bicycling is like there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I moved to Park City, Utah, uh, actually for my my second time. I lived there earlier in the uh, 2000s and uh, then lived in Colorado for a hot minute and moved back to Utah about five years ago. Um, The access and the the riding is really... uh, not comparable to anywhere that I've ever lived before. I, be, I believe that, yeah. Uh, everything is out, out of the front door, so to speak. We, we like to say that, but it's the, the absolute truth. Uh, we've got rail trails, uh, gravel, 400-plus uh, miles of single track. Wow. Uh, all just right in the, in the same valley, and everything is pristine. It's well-maintained. Wow. People really utilize it to the fullest. So you said rail trail, because um, I'm not a mountain biker. I'm a tour bike, a fat biker. Uh, I'll do a little bit of gravel. So when I when you say Utah, right away all I can think about is like crazy trails that I have to jump stuff. And but you've got everything. Right. Yeah. There's certainly the jump trails, uh, but from a rail trail perspective, there's 30 plus miles that goes out towards the Wyoming border. A lot of great stops along the way as well. Uh, High West Distillery is out there Ooh, right hey. off the rail trail. Um, right. It's a it's pretty popular whiskey that I've seen some out here in Iowa since I've been around. Oh, uh, cool. They make an excellent brunch on Sundays. Totally oh, worth a stop. Very nice. Very nice. Absolutely. So the rail trails are there. We've got tons of paved path as well, just mm-hmm. all the way uh, around uh, Park City itself. And you might be intimidated. It's the mountains, uh, elevation, altitude. It is. It's high up there, uh, but. To be realistic, it's relatively flat. There's some rolling hills. There's no 
hour-long grueling climbs yeah. uh, on, on those sorts of paths and such. So people thinking about uh, packing up their bicycle and going to Utah, we should give them a thumbs up. Please yeah, absolutely. Go. There's uh, some great, I mean, the gravel scene is getting huge all over the world. Uh, Iowa, I think, has set a standard for it in yeah. the Midwest in general. But um, Utah has some great stuff on the western part of the state, not towards the Nevada border. Uh, there's a gravel ride called the Wild Horse. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's picking up steam and a lot of great gravel out mm-hmm. there. Uh, pretty flat as well. You got some climbs, some smaller passes and stuff, but a, a lot of fun to bag out there. Awesome, awesome. Well, you've been on some epic bike adventures. This I know because you've told me about a few of them. Um, can you tell our listeners about a couple? Well, two of my uh, most favorite touring adventures I could certainly speak to. Uh, okay. my, one of them, actually, they both happened in the same year. So oh. first one was uh, went to Ireland and biked down the West Coast. Ooh. And it, were you um, self-contained? We were self-contained. It was myself and a friend, actually the gentleman that uh, married uh, myself and my wife. We went out. Uh, we rented bikes there. Uh, came with, wow. Uh, it came with uh, two bags. And we hopped from hostel to hostel or bed and breakfast, which bed and breakfast in Ireland means it's above a pub, which is pretty convenient. Hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty convenient. <laughs> what's, um, the, what's the terrain like in Ireland? Like, were you doing some elevation or? Yeah, there was. I mean, obviously it's an island, but Absolutely. I know there's a lot of big cliffs. Yeah, so funny story is that the night before the uh, bike ride kicked off, my friend and I decided that, well, it's summer solstice, so we should go out and just do our thing in Dublin. Sure. Uh, little did we know that there are some bars in Dublin that if, if you're still in there at 1 a.m., they lock the doors, and if you go outside, you can't come back in. Oh. And if you don't go outside, you're in there until 4 a.m. <laughs> so we walked outside about the time that the sun came up oh my gosh. and we were supposed to be on a train in about four hours after that so um <laughs> here and there we uh we took the train ride across the country to the west side feeling a little groggy yeah i I'm think sure. is the best way to put it and my wife had suggested she's done some touring out there she suggested there's this big mountain called the burn and you don't want to go over it take the coastal route well we pointed our bicycle wheels straight towards the one of the tallest climbs in Ireland, and we did it, and it hurt, but it was well worth it <laughs> at the end. And uh, there was uh, an oasis on the other side. So, nice. Yeah, but nice. yeah, we had a, had a great time in Ireland. Um, strongly recommended. It's a it's a very friend, friendly country. Uh, we stopped at one establishment, and everybody in Ireland, Ireland, all these towns are so self-contained that they don't have to go to the town that's 20 miles away. Oh. So we'll start talking to a bartender or uh, a barista, whatever. Um, and they would tell us, there's no way that you're going to make it to that town by today. Oh. <laughs> well, well, why is that? Because it's 20 miles away. There's no way you can, you're not going to get there by the end of the week. Oh, and my so gosh. we would start sweating and get, getting really nervous. Yeah. Is there something ahead of us that we don't right. know about? Is there a massive detour? Like, what is going on? Uh, but here nor there, we made it. Uh, they're just not accustomed to traveling very far out there so, right that yeah, was a lot of fun that was a that was a great experience ireland's definitely on my bucket list to to cycle within ireland yeah we've got some uh, great beta for you some yeah great, great oh, info. yeah, yeah. Uh, the other uh big epic tour i rode a bicycle with the same gentleman frank frank the tank part of pillow 
we did a bike ride to my wedding. We rode from Denver, Ooh. Colorado to Madrid, Iowa uh, for me to get married. It was basically my bachelor party. Wow. And it was phenomenal. From Colorado to Iowa? That's right. Yeah. It was wow. 600 and something miles. Oh, my. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Had a great time. Yeah. Um, you know, people refer to some Midwest states as flyover states, and they talk about it being flat. And I, <laughs> I would bet anybody, if they could show me a flat spot in Nebraska or Iowa. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, not very flat. Right. We had a good... Uh, good adventures out there. And what'd your wife think about that? Was she like, yay, go, honey? Or was she like, seriously? Oh, I think she, You're going to you know, make it, right? You're going to get here well, on time. Kind of like, yeah, alone time, go hang out with my girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, when you look at your uh, bicycle, I'm guessing you're like most people that I hang out with, you have more than one bicycle? I, I do. Our garage holds um, approximately nine bikes. Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of bikes. It is. So um, maybe think about when you're doing like RAGBRAI or some sort of tour where you have more stuff on your bike. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some important to you features on a bike? I'm a, I'm a utility bike fan. So my, my touring bike, I've, I have ridden on mountain bike trails on single track. Um, I've ridden it touring. I've ridden it road riding. Uh, it's a steel. It's a steel bike. Steel. Yeah. Is, steel is real. Steel is real, man. I like. I'm. I'm kind of a basic yeah. individual. Yeah. Uh, I've always uh, sort of lived under the. It's not the the bowling ball. It's the bowler. So oh. you know. I mean, uh, you know. You got the skills. Yeah. You got. You just. <laughs> the, the bike isn't doing it for you. We're doing it. Right. And, and it's all about fun. So. Right. Yeah. I rode my. Uh, I call it my road bike to this interview with just, you know, to be here with you. And I'm, I'm looking at it lovingly right now because it's sitting right next to me. It's so pink. It's very pink. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gunner. Go gunner. Uh, but it's a steel frame. So, you know, when I talk about it as a road bike and then you've got, you know, somebody standing next to me with their road bike that weighs nine pounds, they don't quite understand it. But you're right. It's it's what you do to it. Absolutely, and, and Murph, uh, we rode on this magical, mysterious ride that doesn't exist um, <laughs> in back June. In, in June, yep. and uh, I was on a borrowed bike. Uh, thank you, Thaddeus from uh, Goldfinch Cyclery, for letting me borrow your All City. But I was riding at the, the at the front with yeah. individuals that were on bikes that weigh 15 pounds. Yeah, and I was on a 27 pound bike, and uh, it was really more just because. It was is my style. Yeah. We all have our own style, and that's okay. You don't have to have the 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 Ferrari. Right. Yeah. Right. I I definitely say that to people who are nervous about, you know, either doing a bike, what do we call that, bike packing trip or a bike touring trip. You don't have to go out and buy anything. Like no. You just you grab a sheet from your bed. You grab a blanket. You put it in a backpack, and you go. You're not gonna like it. But if you like the adventure, then the next time you'll be like, maybe I should get a bag on my bike. And then the next time, maybe I should have a real sleeping bag. And then the next time, it just keeps going on and on and on. Well, it's got to be true with everything. You go out and try something, and it, it, it may not be the most pleasant scenario at the beginning. But yeah. afterwards, when you're having that refreshing beverage of your choice and, and talking and telling stories amongst your, your crew, your posse, yeah. it's the coolest thing that you've ever done. Oh, and, yeah. and you're amped to do it again. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, you mentioned it briefly when you were talking about your epic adventures, but when you're touring, um, do you typically camp? You know, like I mentioned, bikepacking or touring, but how do you, what do you do? Absolutely. So in Ireland, we were 
bouncing from from hostel and B&B, we still carried our own sleeping bags and um, yeah, basic implements, uh, but we, we had shelter at, at night. Uh, the epic ride from Denver to Iowa, uh, we, we did camp. We camped all over the place, mm-hmm. random spots. Uh, mm-hmm. A note to listeners, don't camp in the city park in Hastings, Nebraska, because oh, okay. you, might, you might get woke up at 2.30 in the morning and asked to, ask to move By elsewhere. By an officer of the law. <laughs> you just, it might happen. You're going to need sure. to move along, kids. <laughs> we don't like your kind around here. Um, I did some hammock camping this year during RAGBRAI, um, and we did choose a couple city parks, but we did not get in any trouble. But um, I love hammocking. Absolutely. Because it's so super lightweight. You can throw it in a very small bag, and as long as it doesn't rain or... Um, the bugs stay away. It's really relaxing. Yeah, and I think when you're, uh, whether you're bike pank- packing or bike touring, uh, me personally, uh, I, I'm not a, a weight weenie in, in any way. Like I'll, I'll go at my own, own speed and, and carry yeah. other folks' weight, but I, I do like to think about what I'm bringing and what I'm actually going to use. Right. Uh, it kind of comes from, I've uh, got a history in, in doing some uh, ex- very extended backpacking trips. Mm. Uh, and, and so... Weight on the shoulders, weight on the bike, it's, it's all weight. So uh, be cognizant of, of what you're taking. Yeah. Uh, you may not need that hardback book. You may not have time to, to bust <laughs> right, it out. Right. You know, lawn chair, you may not need that. Right. Maybe a, a crazy creek or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you mentioned uh, you did some extensive um, backpacking. Um, have you always been a cyclist or were you? No, so I was predominantly... Uh, predominantly a, a rock climber and, and a mountain biker. I actually got into the whole realm of outdoor sports via uh, whitewater kayaking in college. Oh my. And then that kind of was just a, a snowball effect into everything else. One summer, uh, a guy that I was working with, I was a, a professional guide for a while, and, and he's like, yeah, you're, I think you would really like mountain biking. You should yeah. hop on a bike. What um, were you professional of? Uh, mountaineer and um, Mountaineering and mountain biking. Oh, sweet. Yeah. You should be on one of those shows, like uh, Naked and Afraid or something. <laughs> I would love that. Except for the naked part. I don't, I was yeah, saying, I, don't. I was thinking the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that about, about camping skills in addition to being naked? Yeah, why not? <laughs> being naked isn't a skill. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're right. Well, you're I don't right. know. <laughs> you know, you know what the skill is is the producers who have to fuzz everything out. Like, it's true. That's yeah, a major it takes, skill. It takes a lot of work. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, so you progressed to the fact that you started uh, doing biking. Did you race for a while? Yeah, so I got into to mountain biking, uh, and it just uh, it snowballed once again from there. It fell head over heels. I, I've maybe been rock climbing five times in the last ten years since oh, that wow. point, and uh, yeah, got into racing. Uh, had a lot of fun, did well. I, I was sort of the, I think people like to refer to us as masochists or, or just plain crazy, but I was a, <laughs> uh, predominantly been on a single speed mountain bike uh, in the mountains in the desert and uh, did well in that category for a while in Colorado. And, but the, the racing just wasn't, wasn't really my jam. I like to ride bikes because it's fun yeah. and I like to smile. And, yeah. and uh, the racing is way cool. Not saying anything to, to those right. of you that, that do that. I just. But if you're a racer, uh, we would have never met and been bicycling together. It's probably probably true. Like Could I, be true. I think we ran into you and your wife how many times this year uh, on Ride Ride? Quite a few times Every, in just a few days. Just yeah. Pulling over and I hear Murph, Murph, and there's Dale. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I have a uh, Murphology sticker proudly placed on the front fork of my hey. my steel road bike. That's awesome. Yeah, that's very awesome. 
Um, so maybe this is your item, but uh, name a couple items that you always carry during a ride. Well, I always like to look fresh when I'm out riding the oh, bike. Fresh, okay. You know, I mean, you gotta you gotta be styling and profiling. So I always uh, <laughs> I always rock my my bike rags attire. Yeah. Um, and um, outside of that, you know, the basics. I I want to be prepared, so I'll have my my basic toolkit. Yep. Um, some things that I usually hold on to one so that I don't litter, but also just from a, uh, from a necessity sometimes, whether it be on my road bike and, and hit random stuff or on my mountain bike, but sometimes sidewall tears happen. So I always keep my, my clip bar wrapper or something like that to try to kind of patch that sidewall just to punt me into, oh, into town. Oh, that's clever. Yeah, so I usually Meaning, wrap those up. So if, if you get a blowout on your tire, you can use that wrapper to kind of save you till you get to your next? Yeah, usually it'll seal that gash oh. in the sidewall. The, the tube will push up against it and keep the tube from pushing out of the, the tire and making it more vulnerable. I've heard of people using dollar bills. I had yeah. one friend, the big mountain biker, old old school pro. He always carried a piece of Kevlar, like from a Kevlar like bulletproof vest oh. in his fanny pack. And that's a little too excessive, but yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, just something to to keep from from the tube. Well, it's something simple, and you're probably gonna have it anyway because you're gonna have a snack at some point during the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, ah, yes. that's a very good tip. I like some that. Basic stuff. Obviously, water and scotch usually need to be. <laughs> involved as well water and scotch yeah. yep and um you're pretty good at braiding your hair so i bet you have some extra ponytail holders <laughs> always <laughs> oh yeah you do you have them on, he has them on his pinky finger right now <laughs> listeners <laughs> okay so you mentioned uh being stylish and wearing your bike rags apparel that kind of gets us into a where we are right now and b what you're doing these days yeah so i'm uh working with a good friend uh tony burnett tony uh, tony uh, I met Tony when the uh, Bicycle Tourism Network was here in Coralville, Iowa. Mm-hmm. I believe that was in 2013. Um, I met him as well as all of my, my RAGBRAI family and mm-hmm. everybody, really. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, anyway, uh, pretty epic adventure to come out here for that. I was living in Colorado at the time. And, and anybody can go to the Bicycle Touring Conference. You just All you guys have to do is Google it. It's all kinds of events for people who are interested in doing doing bicycling events or adventures. Absolutely, I, I recommend uh, Google searching that, Bicycle Tourism Network. The next conference is in San Antonio uh, later this year in the fall. I believe it's in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, next year it'll move on to another another uh, location. I think it's in Arizona next year. It is, yeah. I believe, yeah. yeah. Which is pretty, pretty exciting. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, but yeah, so met Tony there. We established a great rela- uh, relationship, friendship, uh, I'm now working for him. He's uh, had bike rags for about 10 years now. Uh, it's, it's evolved into other stuff, but we're a screen printing shop. We, we also do cycling apparel, essentially anything that you can put your brand, logo, team name, anything like that onto. Uh, we're based here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa-based, veteran-owned. Uh, I, I think his tagline is, we like bike people and we like bike things. That's why we print stuff with bikes on it. <laughs> so and uh, you please guys, check us out as well. You guys do everything. Like uh, I'm trying to think of my personal wardrobe. I've got a tank top. I've got a patch hat. I've got patches. Um, of course, jerseys. Like, yeah, you jerseys. Guys do everything. Anything cycling related. Uh, we, we, slap koozies, big hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, love the slap koozies. It's not something that's made its way out to the mountain states. Um, I keep one on my frame all the time and yep. an extra one for a buddy. Yep. Uh, they all really appreciate that. 
Uh, we do flasks and titanium cups and we, yeah, pretty much anything that you can possibly imagine. Awesome. So uh, if you're looking for apparel, go ahead and Google bike rags. Right Google now. bike rags right now. Yeah, yeah. It's a great site. And uh, email Dale. There we go. Yeah, get some business out of this. <laughs> uh, well, what advice would you give first timers who are, you know, getting ready to uh, do a bicycle tour or, you know, something like Ragbri is pretty epic. That's seven days of biking. But what's what advice would you give them? Well, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Ragbri is, is a bucket list event in and of itself. Uh, you're going to meet all of your your best friends. You're going to meet your family. That that you will stay in touch with forever. Oh yeah. It's a great, great experience. You've got to try it. Uh, my advice is just to, to go into it thinking, remembering that you rode a bicycle as a, as a child Yeah. and, and thinking that it's just as easy as riding a bicycle. Well, oh, we tell our kids yeah. that, right? Yeah. Um, there's going to be tough spots and, and you're going to hate your life. Uh, but there's going to be the most amazing parts of it. It's, it's an adventure. That's what it is. So, um, Keep the, keep the smiles for miles. Uh, pick your groups. There's tons of resources out there, rides that are geared towards first-time riders, uh, no-drop rides, that sort of thing. You know, make, the, make the evolution uh, a little easier on yourself and, and just take it easy, but the important part is have fun. Don't, don't stress about what other people are wearing. Don't stress about what other people are riding because at the end of the day, it really doesn't, it doesn't matter um, at, at all. Right. Uh, you can attest to that. I mean... Right, and especially the, from the rag bike crowd. Right, <laughs> yeah. You might see somebody in a banana costume and right. somebody else wearing a wig all day. And, I have seen somebody yeah. in banana costume yeah. and a guy in a speedo all yeah. week long. Absolutely, with a flag. Yeah, I, a flag. I will say to that extent, um, uh, apply sunscreen regularly. Uh, oh, very take, good. Take care of yourself. Yeah. But um, but yeah, just have fun. It, it's not about what you're riding or what you're wearing. It's it's just about think about yourself. Um, yeah, and that uh, feeling you get, or maybe you had when you were a little kid when you go on a bike ride, you get that back almost every time. Yeah, and I, so I often make airplane noises when I go down oh, hill. Oh, can you give us an example? Oh, nice, okay. Yeah, so I do airplane noises. Sometimes I whistle. I'll have uh -huh. a tune in my head. Sing a song. Yeah. Do something to um, take your mind off of, of what you're doing, really. And the most important part is don't forget to look around. We're out here doing this, oh, and sometimes yeah. it hurts, and you're sweating, and, and your heart rate might be elevated a little bit. But yep. when you start thinking those things, look up and, yeah. and take a gander. There's all kinds of cool stuff going on around you. And it's amazing wherever you are. Um, you know, I do most of my cycling in the Midwest, but whether you're in town or out of town, there's always cool things to see that you don't have time to see when you're in a car. It's true. Whether it be, I was uh, prior to this, little session I was looking through past pictures of, of, of bike tours and some of the old uh, mechanic stations and abandoned barns yeah. windmills yeah. fields yep. cows Cow oh I was going to say that <laughs> <laughs> I have one picture taken of me coming up to my friend and apparently I literally rode by a cow and didn't even see it oh but my the gosh. picture has the cow standing the right, at, right at the back of my tire oh my gosh um, so yeah, I, I recommend just looking around, enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. that's great advice. Uh, what adventures do you have on the horizon? Um, we are going out to Kentucky to mm. do the Bourbon Country Burn. Looking forward to it. Uh, last year, uh, my wife and I, our Christmas 
Christmas present to each other was to do the Cycle Zydeco down in Louisiana. Oh, yeah, that's on my list, too. Great event, mm-hmm. highly recommended, um, very mellow riding, but the culture, the food, everything is mm-hmm. over the top. Uh, looking forward to Kentucky uh, Country Burn, because it's or Bourbon Burn, because it's, uh, it's going to be the same way. It's going to be new area, haven't ridden uh, these parts of the country and just really is that a multi-day bike ride it is it's a friday through sunday okay three day awesome and there's different different routes for for what you're looking for and you can switch it each day but there's a a short route medium route and a a long route awesome well dale thank you so much for being on the podcast i hope you enjoyed it i very much did thank you for having me and hopefully our listeners enjoyed it too thank you all right How about a touring tip? Let's talk sleeping outside when you're on your bicycle tour. So if you're doing a one, two, or three-day tour, leave your four-man tent at home. It probably will not fit in your pannier, and if it does, it's going to be so heavy. Your best bet is a lightweight one- or two-man tent, or even a hammock, if you can sleep in hammocks. Uh, It's going to cost you a little bit of money to get a smaller, lightweight tent, but staying dry and packing light will definitely be your reward. Uh, Be sure it comes with a rain fly, and you can actually buy rain flies that go um, connect with your hammock, so check that out. Along with your tent, you'll need something to cover your body, like a sleeping bag or a sheet, depending on the weather. Uh, You may want to consider a camping pad as well. Uh, Side note, the older I get, the ground seems to get harder and harder. Uh, I have a camp pad that rolls up very small. It only takes a few puffs of air to fill it up, um, and it's also super lightweight. Uh, A rolled-up item of clothing can double as a pillow, like I usually take my sweatshirt or whatever I have for cold weather um, and put that underneath my camp pad. It works great as a pillow. So for warm weather camping, I bring a very thin sleeping bag-style sheet, Uh, If the weather gets colder than expected, I always have a pair of wool socks packed, which help tremendously with keeping me warm. Also, my microfiber towel can double as a blanket, as long as it's dry, of course. Um, If you know the temps are going to dip down in the, you know, after dark, bring along a blanket or sleeping bag that can be rolled up very small and be sure it will actually keep you warm, but not too warm. You don't need to bring your sleeping bag that's rated to 20 degrees if it's only going to be 50 when you're going to sleep. So, um, side note, touring extra touring tip, take the time to research tents and try to find a lightweight tent with shorter poles. The shorter the poles, the smaller your bag tent will be and the easier it will be to put in one of your panniers. If you end up with long poles, you can still bungee your tent on top of one of your bags or on the back of your rack. Um, Be sure to bag your tent in something waterproof though so it stays dry during your ride. Hope you enjoyed this touring tip. Well, that's it for today, listeners. Check out morphologypodcast.com and email me at morphologypodcast at gmail.com. I appreciate you and thanks for taking the time to tune in and listen to the Morphology Podcast. I'll leave you with this quote from the unwritten book of Morphology. This quote comes from Will Rogers. Don't let yesterday use up too much of today. Think about it.